This is a HeadGum Podcast. Thank you to Feels for sponsoring this episode of our show. Thank you, Feels. Jake, I don't know if you experience stress or anxiety or chronic pain or anything like that. I experience all those things, and I experience them acutely and a lot. Well, CBD will help, and Feels is premium CBD delivered directly to your doorstep. Okay, okay. That's that's good. I need that. Uh, they naturally help reduce stress, anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness. They even sent us some Feels, and I gotta say, I did feel more relaxed after taking it. Oh, good for you. You place a few drops of Feels under your tongue, and you feel the difference within minutes. And if you're new to CBD, Feels offers free mm-hmm. CBD hotline help to guide your personal experience. Well, that's helpful. Yeah. That's nice. But there's nothing to be scared about. I'm a noob, and I took it, and I enjoyed it. So you can join the Feels community to get your Feels delivered directly to your door every month and save money off every order. You can pause or cancel any time. Huge. Feels has me feeling my best every day, so you can become a member today by going to feels.com slash if I were you to get 50% off your first order with free shipping. 50%? 50%? That's half off, baby. Half off. Yeah, it's at least half off. That's F-E-A-L-S dot com slash if I were you to become a member and get 50% automatically taken off your first order with it. free shipping. Check it out. Thank you, feels. Dooby dooby doo, if I were you, I'd listen to these dudes now. Dooby dooby doo, if I were you, they're gonna help you out now. Come on, shake your shmoo, we need you. And tell us how to deliver. Yeah, I'm not very good, cause I can't seem to make her shake and quiver. You know we got some questions, you can solve them, me will tell you which way you should act. You'll do that. And Jake will give you some advice, but it'll probably be to break up fast. To what they tell you, gonna need some penicillin. Ruh Nice! <laughs> Was that original? <laughs> That's good. Yeah. That's Scooby Doo. Huh? Uh, Phil and Mike. Hey Hi. guys, this is Phil Matteris talking. This is Mike Luciano talking. I just want to clarify that great. up top. We've done a great. lot of radio Got before. Establish it. <laughs> I'm on top of the mic. Who made that track? Uh, that great question. You you want to host this show? <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> I love it. Uh, that one was written by a band called Dear Lincoln. Shout out to oh sorry, it was written by Nathan, but his folk band Dear Lincoln can be found on DearLincoln.com. That's good. Guys, that was really good. Well, that yeah. was a great was, theme song. Yeah. It was really great. We are just talking. It's a, Guys, Dear Lincoln, right into the show. Was that an instrumental <laughs> that you dubbed over? Was that a ground-up creation from Ooh, your, it's, from it's your own? It's a topic of discussion. We'd love to hear your response. <laughs> what do you guys think? Yeah. You guys are kind of experts in this field of um, voiceover. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I couldn't really tell from over here because it was played through the laptop. Of course. But, um, <laughs> of course. I, that's, so that's on you, host. That's a little, little behind-the-scenes action. But uh, regardless, guys, great job. And I'm always great impressed job. by how good people are at things. Like. Yeah. Making that little song, 
fucking way to go, man. That's true. What the hell do we do? We just like fart into a mic for an hour. And this guy like created a piece of art. I find it funny if you guys slowly took over hosting the show over the course of this episode. <laughs> yeah. Like the I like somehow yeah. have listener questions <laughs> yeah. like people sent me. Because like yeah. you kind of like did that very slight underhanded dig or like I couldn't really tell the song because I was played through a laptop, but <laughs> then you just kept doing that. We could host the hell out of this show. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you're not really reading it that well, but uh, I guess if I had to answer that question, <laughs> yeah. and then before you know it, you guys took over. <laughs> Just a slowly crossfade into you guys hosting be awesome. the show. Uh, Phil and Mike, how do how would our fans know who the hell you guys are? Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Probably the only thing that we we've made is our HBO show called Animals. We're working on our third season now. It's an animated HBO show that has had many funny people that's been on. Um, this show, Ben <gasps> Schwartz. Yes. Who else have we had? The two people we're looking. The at two right people here. we've had. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Tim Baltz, I think, was in Tim Baltz the was on it. Um, Gabrus is. Uh, we just had him in. Uh, oh, really? Last really? week, who was so funny. He's just like bulldog. It's all. It's talking animals. Everyone's. Yeah. Like, I gotta fill in <laughs> who, what our show is. It's talking animals in New York City, basically, and all their little weird stories. And Jake and Amir have been on the show. Yeah, we've been squirrels uh, and rats. Squirrels, mm-hmm. yeah, just squirrels. Oh, uh, really? They, yeah. they, they did a quick rats. Oh, yeah, that's scene. right. I'm sorry. <laughs> and, and that was all the way back in the first season. That was all the way back, yeah. A brief, se- a a brief opening opener. scene where... Uh, Amir gets squashed <laughs> yeah, by a big right. brick. Oh, yeah. The squirrel then, version of me. I still get like my me. seven dollar residual check. <laughs> yeah, none of that. So, yeah, four cents every six months. Yeah, yeah. it's embarrassing cashing it. <laughs> I guess I'll go to the bank. <laughs> yeah. Can I um, get uh, four pennies for this guy? Yeah. <laughs> and I owe my agent point oh four cents. <laughs> no, right. Yeah. Can you slice this penny into fourths? <laughs> Uh, but I was saying the squirrel one looks like me. He's got a little amirness to him. He's I already look like a squirrel, and then you added glasses to him. And I was <laughs> yeah. like, this is a very accurate portrayal of who I am as Something an about him. We just wanted a little albino squirrel and for some <laughs> reason. And we're like, I feel like Amir Blumenfeld could do this pretty good. And Gabrus as a bulldog is perfect, too. Yeah, Gabrus, he's really a good. gym teacher bulldog, yeah, like a perfect. Long Island. It's really, it's really lovely. I can't wait. <laughs> That'll come out in three years. <laughs> making it. Yeah, that's the joy of uh, podcasting is uh, it might not be as prestigious as an HBO show, but hell, it's Monday and this will be online Wednesday night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we make just as much cash for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Four cents an episode. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. Jake and I get just as much cash. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You guys get paid a little bit differently. Uh, so this is a, a po- advice podcast. Have you guys done podcasts before? We've done Gabrus's podcast before and we did the Adam Creek. Corolla show once. <laughs> That's great. We've had the world's... We love doing Gabriel's show, but we had the world's worst publicists of our last season for some reason. Where, yeah, we don't get on much, guys. Got it. We don't Got get it. on much. We're sort of this weird cursory, like... We make our little HBO animated series. We get funny people on it, but we don't really do much else. Right. So we're really like happy Harmontown. to be here. Oh, yeah, we've done Harmontown. That was uh, great. Oh, those are big ones. Uh, so this yeah, show you've done, and Corolla is the biggest podcast. Yeah. It is, yeah. yeah. So yeah, that was one where my uncle texted me. Holy <laughs> shit! <laughs> okay. I always thought you made it when uncle like the, when the yeah. uncle the yeah. uncle text. Yeah. 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 Have you ever been uncle texted? Maybe when we were uh, on a crossword puzzle. That was a yeah. good uncle. Whoa. When we were when you we guys were on, Jeopardy. Yeah, too, when we were right? on, when oh, we were yeah. Jeopardy question, wow. I was like through the everybody. <laughs> that's so that's cool. So yeah. funny. Like that's, that's not something that I was that. I mean, it was cool, but like I. I would be so much happier if my uncle texted me that he saw our uh, 
underviewed Vimeo series. Yeah. Yeah. We pour our heart into a year's worth of making a, a basically a movie, and it's like, whatever. It's like, whoa, you were on Jeopardy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I guess. No yeah. one got the answer right, but right. still. They said it was the hardest question ever. What an esoteric pull, they said. Yeah. Okay. Was that College Jeopardy? Uh, I think we were on we were Jeopardy question twice, and and one time it was College Jeopardy, one time it was. Oh, regular. the haters are very quick to point out it was College Jeopardy. <laughs> I assure you, not real Jeopardy, was it? My enemy said. Uh, all right, so this is an advice podcast. People email us if I were you show at gmail.com. Sometimes they'll seek our guidance. Sometimes they'll write a Scooby Doo theme parody. We have no idea what we're gonna get. <laughs> Uh, but we got some good questions. How are you guys at giving advice? Are you wise? Do you guys have younger siblings that look up to you? Friends that look up to you? Mm. <sighs> I'm pretty bad with advice. Really? <laughs> I, to be honest, I, I, I never know what, what to give. Really. Yeah, that's good. So being self-aware is so, the first know. step, I think. Yeah. yeah, I think I'm pretty bad, too. I don't oh, really, so I've never had so let's get into genuine <laughs> conversations with people. I'm yeah, very no, much exactly. so doing bits and... Mike and I don't know a lot about each no, other. No, We've no, no, no. lived together for a long and, time and yeah. worked on this for a while, but for the most of most of it it's talking about other mediums and That's other true. things that exist. Uh, all right, so let's see if, <laughs> let's see how well you guys can do right now. Um, I feel like you're being a little self-deprecating, but we'll test your Which skills. We yeah. Uh, this is a lady. Uh, Phil, do you have a fake lady's name? We're going to give this lady a fake name just so we can talk about her while preserving her anonymity. Can how about we... Terry? That's great. Very nice. Aww. Yeah, Terry what? <laughs> just so smug. <laughs> you guys should see Phil's eyes. How was, about Terry? I We're was like, really good. hyped on that. Um, Terry, uh, Terry Z. That's cool. <laughs> Terry Z. I like that. Cool. Yeah, yeah. All right. Terry Z writes, I'm a 26-year-old yoga instructor from New York, and I'd love your insight. I have one-on-one sessions with a client. Let's call him Arnold. Some context for the next piece. I've been called a brunette Jessica Rabbit by many people, so I wear loose clothes, hair back, and no makeup with my privates to desexualize the experience as much as possible. His girlfriend, let's call her Helga, asked for a private too. I thought it went so well until Arnold frantically called me the next day saying she thinks we're having an affair. Arnold is asking me to lie about how many sessions we've had once a week and where we've had them at his house so that he doesn't look guilty. She just seems like a crazy, insecure woman. I believe in integrity and truth, especially since nothing has ever remotely happened between us. But he does pay me $100 a week, which I need, and doesn't want to move forward until I lie. So do I lie and feel uncomfortable for the money? Or do I stand in my truth and lose one or two clients? Help, love Terry Z. This is incredible. First <laughs> okay. of all, that that these sorts of situations exist in the world. Yeah. yeah. And then they're writing it. It's just amazing. Arnold is a piece of shit. You think yeah. so? I think he's a piece of shit. <laughs> I yeah. think he is too. He's like bringing this yo- this poor yoga instructor into his like into his problems. Yeah, but what's his what are you what are you gonna do? I mean, this this lady uh, uh, is so convinced that Arnold is fucking a yoga instructor, and the only way to quell her fears is to get the yoga instructor to lie about how often they've been fucking. Sorry, doing yoga, a <laughs> hundred dollars a week's worth. Um, it is funny. As soon as you said twenty six year old yoga instructor in New York City, I imagined the hottest girl ever, <laughs> and then she was like brown haired Jessica Rabbit, and I was like, Listen, okay, I was right. I've been called a brown haired. As we all are every now and then. I wear loose clothes and hair back to desexualize it. At first, I didn't realize what privates meant when she said, I don't wear makeup with my privates. I was like, is she like dolling up her pussy? (laughs) Usually when she goes out, she does. 
Okay. Um, goodness gracious. So who wrote in? <laughs> Jessica Rabbit wrote in, right? Jessica Terry Rabbit. Z. Yeah. <laughs> Terry. Uh, she should not. I mean, a hundred bucks is pretty awesome. A week. A hundred bucks a week is pretty awesome. But I think she should really be open with. With what's the guy's name? Anthony Arnold. Arnold. Arnold? Come on. <laughs> you had I'm one so, job. There's so many moving parts. She does have two different. She's mixing like if if she's going Jessica Rabbit, she should have done like the guy's name is Roger. Right. Like, yeah. But she's like bringing in Hey Arnold. Yeah. To her. But yeah. There's so little... that's what my advice is. <laughs> <laughs> On how to write a question. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's put this in perspective that we can possibly understand. Um, Phil or Mike, let's say someone's asking for one-on-one lessons. What would that be, and what are you great at? What are you in the 99th percentile of? Man, maybe making animation stuff. <laughs> you know, like they could give us storyboards, so, and we could grade them, and right, have right. it be funny. So let's say a, a lady has been meeting with you once a week, and her boyfriend's like, you're fucking these guys. I know it. And then mm-hmm. she's like, can you just lie and say we haven't been meeting that often? Would you lie or would you call the guy and be like, listen, I've been meeting with him, her once a week, but we're not fucking relaxed. Look, I, she draws an amazing Jessica Rabbit. But, <laughs> yeah. You know, I think um, it's just lessons. Yeah, um, it's just lessons. Now, I, I think in any circumstance, if you're lying and you're building this house of cards, it's all going to fall down. And she's implicating herself in it, yeah, too. Yeah. Where you just got to, like, either say to the 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 purse the girlfriend like nothing's happening or you say to the dude nothing's happening and and just fucking write it all off no matter what don't lie yeah. i guess is what i'm getting at Would i got confused yeah. again with all these situations <laughs> yeah. but you could say like hey we never i never fucked your boyfriend and that's that's all I'm gonna say about it. You oh, P.S. Like... I fucked the guy once. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, right. I totally forgot <laughs> to mention that. No, no, no. I'm just joking about that. Uh, but would you lie? Would you lie just to avoid this awkward moment, or would you like stand your ground, tell the truth, and potentially lose your? Yeah, client? I'd be, uh, I'd be a professional, right? <laughs> we all gotta have professional backbones. And I think we all, if we can't stand on that, God damn it, what can we stand on? <laughs> so, I, my, he, so that means you, know you would what? lie? <laughs> <laughs> Mike is in downward dog right now. <laughs> yeah. I, think, uh, I think the truth will prevail. I, I'm going to go off your little speech, and I think the truth will prevail in that it'll all, if she's honest with the girlfriend, that she'll eventually see the truth of the situation as well. And, that's my opinion. Ed. And I've got two two ideas, okay? One, you tell the guy, I'm not dealing with this. This is your problem. Yeah. that's Like, you don't have yes. to do anything. Yes. And the guy can go and, like, lie, whatever he, whatever he needs to say. And I think that the girlfriend would understand that the yoga teacher doesn't want to be involved in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, two is you lie your ass off. You... <laughs> You know, you'd say, say everything this guy wants to hear. And then you're like, by the way, my rates went up to 150. Hey, <laughs> yeah, that's good. Yep, yeah. Oh, good. did I mention the lying fee? I yeah. Totally, totally so let's forgot. do twice a week. <laughs> yeah. 150. And, and if I you don't pony up the cash, good. I'm going to tell yeah. your girlfriend that yeah. I sucked you up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's you know good. That's pretty good, too. <laughs> mm. That way you're making more money. Well, I like the shit you said about having a backbone. Yeah. 
<laughs> with that backbone shit, yeah, no, that too. Yeah. But that extra fifty bucks is gonna be pretty good too. I would, I would probably lie just to be like, listen, uh, we've only been meeting twice a month, not once a week. So let me continue doing yoga with your boyfriend or whatever. The interesting yeah. thing about that lie is that it does preserve the greater truth, which is that you haven't fucked. Right, guy. exactly. So like, it's like, so if you don't lie, she doesn't believe the truth. Whoa. Fascinating. Say that again. <laughs> this I want to get it as a tattoo. <laughs> but this time I'm, I'm going to turn your mic off. <laughs> uh, yeah, That's it doesn't fair. seem... The, the bad lie is like, we have been fucking, but I have to lie to this girl. This is like a, a white lie where it's like, don't worry, mm. we haven't been fucking because... And then the reasons are different. Mm. So that's why I feel like it's fine to, to lie. And it'll keep you getting 100 bucks a week, which is... Pretty solid though. New York City, you guys know that's not gonna get you a, a slice of pizza and a cup of pizza in the corner out of my way. I was in New York last week. I paid a hundred dollars legit for a slice of pi- a pie. But well, that's such a weird meal. You had a, a cup of coffee, coffee and, and a pizza. pizza. And it was like a hundred dollars. New York, you know, no rules. So. And by the way, four dollars for that hey. cup of coffee. Hey. Hey. Taxi. Hey, I took an Uber. It cost me eleven. Seven hundred dollars. Insane. You're yeah. overpaying for everything. Western Pennsylvania, but still, <laughs> eleven hundred. Uh, all right. Next question. Um, let's see what we got here. Oh, here we go. Uh, Mike, how about a, a fake guy's name? A fake guy's name. Yeah. Um, it could be anything. Donatello. That's perfect. Wow. <laughs> Where'd you come up with that? You know what? Donatello is sort of one of those ones that's always stored in the back of my head. I like thinking of it not associated with Ninja, Ninja Turtles. Turtles. Yeah. Not, not, no. That's not a part of this. This right. is just Donatello. All right. Donatello does machines? Is that what he did? Donatello. Yeah. Leonardo. This is, Leonardo I feel like this group. turned into a turn. Yeah. 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 I apologize. I know yeah. Michelangelo is a party dude. Michael, and sure. Raphael's, Raphael's cool but rude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Donatello does machines. <laughs> what a weird pitch. So he's cool but rude, right? But this guy does machines. <laughs> uh, and Michelangelo is a party dude. Can you imagine? Like when you go to into uh, this is too insider, but like pitching a TV show, you have to have the characters so so oh, yeah. so in depth. And Donatello is just like the machines guy. <laughs> he right. does uh, machines. It'll be in the theme song, so you guys will figure it out. You know how your uncle does machines? So Donatello does that. <laughs> so he's like that. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, Donatello writes, Here's my situation. My girlfriend and I have been on and off for almost three years. This time around being on for the longest consecutive time. Ten months. After having been off for the longest time, nine months. <laughs> so the questions we get can be a little confusing. <laughs> During those nine months, we did our fair share of dirty deeds with other people. So when we got back together, mm, excuse me, we eventually got into an <laughs> argument. Thinking about sex just made you throw up. <laughs> <laughs> Disgusting. Uh, During those nine months, we did our fair share of dirty deeds with other people. That uh, So when we got back together, we eventually got into an argument that led us revealing the shit that we had done when we were apart. So that led her to building up trust issues with me because she found out I had dunked my donuts into a couple of her sorority sisters. Oh, goodness gracious. So that led to this huge fight we got into after doing the deed. We were going uh, we were going to town, and I was getting her to the point of no return, and boom, <laughs> I KO'd that G-spot of hers. <laughs> and soon after, it would be my turn to release the Kraken. Kraken? Kraken. <laughs> Kraken. <laughs> release the Kraken is a really funny thing to talk Can about. Can I change the name to Stifler? Uh, <laughs> 
However, when you when you come and you scream, release the crack. What is that a reference to? Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> release the Kraken. I don't even know what that. You never saw it. <laughs> I guess I saw it 15 years ago. However, this time around, my load was a mere pea-sized amount and nothing more. And coincidentally, on this occasion, I tried some new positions as well. As soon as we were done, I started getting shit for this. She automatically begins to, begins to accuse me of cheating on her and having girls over when she isn't around. She starts to complain that I didn't come enough and that she knows how my body works, that when I don't come a lot, it's because I've been fucking. Mind you, she lives almost an hour away from me and she travels a lot from work, but I assure you I'm loyal AF. So my question for the signores is, how do I get her to trust me and understand that sometimes all you get is a pea-sized amount of human dough? And also, how do I increase my load amount? <laughs> do relationships this complicated usually end well? Ugh. Much love. Uh, Donatello. <laughs> All right. Holy shit. The little addendum. <laughs> that me over. Genuinely asking, how do I increase my load amount? <laughs> and he's so confident through that. It's like, release the Kraken, KO the G spot. How do I increase my load? Uh, God. Yeah, just instant detective work after the yeah. ejaculation. Be like, that's yeah. not yeah. enough. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Donatello, I think the first and foremost, you guys are back together. Whatever you did during that nine months, you boinked a bunch of people. Just be trustworthy for this whatever period it was, three months or whatever you guys got to be- got back together for. Yeah. All you have to do is be trustworthy, man. And if she sees that you, your spurt is a little bit less than normal, well, then... I don't know, bring up a Google search of like <laughs> average male spurts. <laughs> Equals question mark. <laughs> Wait, did Donatello have a reason why his spurt wasn't all the way there? Why did you remember? Said, he he could have just, just said, said he masturbated. Yeah. Something. Yeah. Uh, he said he was like Do trying out different positions you, or something like that. Your spurts are less the more you masturbate, right? Yeah, because there's a finite amount, I would think, of spurting to be done. Um, like if you hold off for a long time, the first one is like, you know, the buildup of days spurt. and days. Scary movie. Scary movie. What's you that? blow her into the roof. Oh, oh yeah. Scary movie. That's right. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What a weird. Uh, the bigger question. Think about that pitch. Joke. That was so <laughs> fucking. Uh, the bigger question is at the end, do relationships this complicated usually end well? Hmm. I hate to say it, no, right? Yeah. I, I would like say rela- any relationships usually don't end well. Like I feel one like in a thousand end well. Trust either die or right. the other person dies. Best, case, to look best case scenario. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I feel like trust and jealousy is like this. It's a tiny little poison that can seep into a relationship. And once right. it's started, you can kind of just throw in the towel. Yeah. Like, oh, there's no getting it back. I don't think so, which is weird because he only fucked other people when they were broken up. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like when you have a job, you're not going to get that big of a pay increase. You only get the big pay increase when you leave and go to another company. Wow. So you're never going to get a wow. big trust increase from the same human. That's you can only get it once you start from scratch. This is the first human. time I've ever heard that metaphor used in a relationship. And it's kind of like cold, but it's really true. <laughs> it is. <laughs> so trust That's is good. money. Trust, yeah. <laughs> trust is money. Love everything is, is money. Yeah, everything is cash to me. <laughs> And if you don't have someone that has a lot of cash, quit that person 
and hire another. <laughs> Guys, I think... Yeah, but you could also be unemployed for a long time. <laughs> That's going to happen. <laughs> we're, we're skirting the bigger question of how do you get that goop bigger, baby? How do you <laughs> get, get more of that goop? How do you get the goop bigger? <laughs> but that guap. That fucking we're, dough, that seed, that nasty, that yes. gushy stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Well, what is it? Drink pineapple. Eating pineapples just makes your goop taste better. That doesn't uh, give you oh, more spicy goop. Oh, food I heard makes it taste better too. Okay. Well. Um, oh, sorry. That's only just how it makes it taste better, which is not what. It doesn't asked. matter if it's just a dollop, yeah. Jake. We need more. You go to a nice restaurant. The food's not bigger. It just tastes better. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. So next time she complains, we're like, yeah, like it's only a little bit, but try it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it I've really tried good. it. Don't I've tried it, it myself, yeah. and it is very tasty. Listen, Donatello. She lives in. Hour away. We all know you're jerking off too much, buddy. You just gotta quit squeezing that knob and hold <laughs> yeah. on to it until you see your girl. Be trustworthy. Yeah, but ultimately, we all agree that you need a new job. Yeah. <laughs> I need <Yeah>. girlfriend. <laughs> it's not. You're not gonna fix this one, yeah. dude. It's too late. The damage is done. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's take a break. We'll thank some peoples, and we'll be back with more Phil and Mike after this. Woo! That was good. <laughs> That's amazing. Perfectly harmonized. <laughs> And we're back. Phil and Mike, how'd you meet each other? When did you meet each other? Tell us everything. You don't go from <clears throat> friends to a HBO show without having like a great... Without making a few enemies. Mm, that's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we worked at the same ad agency in like 2011, and then we were just co-workers. That's at... pretty recent. That's not uh, like 10, yeah. 20 years of friendship. You guys a are lot young. of people think we have uh, known each other for a while, yeah. but it's really been, you know, since, since about then... So 2011. 2011. But you're it working was, together. Yeah, an instant sort of like, let's make stuff on the side together. We were just two do Like Mike was making music videos. I was doing a little webcomic sort of thing. Okay. So we combined our forces and just started doing this little animals web series. That was your first attempt that at something. That was our first yep. attempt at something. <laughs> you're shit. still was, doing it as a television and we're, show. It's our job now <laughs> for oh, yeah. a long time. So what's, um, the, what's like the quick path there? You create it for fun for the internet, for yeah, YouTube? Yeah, fun for the internet. <clears throat> We got yeah. Go ahead, Mike. We did. We did. Uh, yeah, we we started making it kind of once a month. These little shorts, and then uh, we would screen it around different places, and then eventually we did this uh, kind of longer version that was like a quarter hour sort of thing, and that won uh, this uh, best comedy at this thing called the New York Television Festival, and then from there that sort of got us in touch with our producer Mark, and eventually we moved out here, made. To our first two episodes, and then screen those at Sundance. Holy shit! And then yeah. um, from there, sold it to HBO. And Jesus, we had our first two. Uh, we sold it for two seasons, so we <laughs> got to make like two. We we had the insurance of knowing that we were going to have two seasons and some time to figure That's it out. Awesome. You know, um, very so little struggle there. You're not supposed to succeed that quickly it, and frequently without any failure. But there you were, know what? It was it was. Like our our web series version of it, it was all about like placement and like getting on cool screenings and getting it into short film festivals and all that sort of stuff. Um, but it sounds quicker, but like yeah, that was the not, the that getting was into the Sundance version. was <laughs> working in an apartment with four people for a year. Mike and I getting no and like quitting our pretty good advertising jobs. Um, which also fucking sucked, so it wasn't that hard. Um, but uh, quitting those and moving to LA and not making any income. For so why'd you move to LA year? before having the show? It was uh, we knew we wanted to get into the industry somehow and like be writers eventually, whether or not this worked out. But um, you know, our producer Mark Duplass, you know, like 
we could get a lot more voice talent to do it if we moved out here. And just like working more intimately with him and him setting up our shop and everything. We just wanted to be all in, you know, it just yeah. felt like the move to rather than sort of tiptoe and do it from afar in New York. It right. felt like we had to kind of, you know, fully bet on ourselves in the idea. Wow. So yeah. you took a risk. Took, took a, a tidbit of a risk. Well, you were living together, so you were like trying to minimize your uh, outgoing cash flow. Yeah. Yeah, that was a straight, it was like, it was this weird, like, going back to college sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. After, yeah. like, kind of starting a different career and then going back and calling my dad for money <laughs> for a little bit. <laughs> Which is great. Um, and now you guys are working with, like, A-list celebrities. Like, you have Oscar winners that are voicing characters on your show. That's true. That's they crazy. do come in and they act, become turkeys and all these different wild and it seems sort like, of animals. I mean, I've been there when people were recording. Everybody just has fun. It's like... I mean, we've, we've tried to keep it exactly the same as it was when it was Phil and myself in our apartments at four in the morning on a work day where, you know, it's just the fun of being in the, around a microphone, knowing what we kind of have to do for a scene yeah. or something, but just laughing so hard and having so much fun, you know, doing uh, uh, recording and, yeah. and getting that vibe. And I think as we've, as the shell of, of this little show has grown and grown and we've gotten more and more people, I think that that seed is is still there and that's what draws people to it is it it feels a little um yeah the scripts we got from ep- season one and season like yeah anybody listening now can go watch both season one and yeah. two mm-hmm. in entirety on HBO. hbo go hbo now all that jazz and like you guys talk about what this what the scripts look like because they're yeah they're pretty unique they're like uh these little 12 to 18 page outlines that's basically you know it's bullet points for what each one of the scenes are going to be so there's like a scene a and then one two three things that we want to get out in each one of these scenes and that's basically it what we're going to have for the actors and what we want them to do and their motivations and all that ton of of ton of improvising and every now and then we'll script out some stuff and give them lines and that sort of stuff but uh you know, you guys were in there where we were kind of feeling it out, different takes, and then we'll have takes about Third Eye Blind. I think that made the yeah, cut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We like, I remember it. It's like, okay, Jake really likes yeah. Third Eye Blind. Let's, you guys are smoking pot and talk about Third Eye Blind. Yeah. And, then, and then you just did and that, and now it's that, in the show. And, it's and you just <laughs> turn that into a runner, you know, and they yeah. bring it up yeah. later. And then it's, it's I, I think but that, yeah. It, it, we, we, we really want it to feel like this, too, where it's like kind of a podcast vibe, and people come in, and they're versions of themselves um the first season you guys were like bullies so it was like a little bit of like we want jake and amir don't do like weird voices or anything but like you're a little bit of these kind of bully guys right so if so inherently we feel like it becomes a little bit more organic and people relax and and can be themselves it is funny that that's like it's such a that's very um it is relaxed but it's also such a clear vision for that show that shows like stayed very consistent to it oh thanks man now, um, now you guys are working on season three. Season three, mm-hmm. yeah. We didn't know we were going to get a season three. We were picked up for the two, so it was a little bit of a waiting period. But um, we got the third season, and it's going to be really weird and different. We killed all the humans. Oh, shit. That's a spoiler if anyone has it. <laughs> but at the end of season two, say our show's not... It's not, <laughs> it doesn't it's not like Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, we killed all the humans, so it's like... This weird, like, all the animals are rebuilding their society. It's it's 
it's different. Wow. We try to make real big changes every season. That's awesome. Yeah. So you've been working on this thing for probably like six years. Yeah. Are you like, I can work on it for 20? Or you're like, I, I hope it ends soon so I can work on this other idea I've had. We've been dancing with dancing around pitching other stuff too um but uh we could do this forever i think <laughs> i think we like could. south park you could just do 20 seasons and yeah because you know each episode is they're connected throughout a season but they are like their own little short films so if you like think of like the dumbest thing possible we have this fucking episode in this upcoming season that's a trial between the careers of jim carrey and adam sandler and that's it it's That's just these rats. It's like a courtroom drama kind of send up, but it's just my rat just really defending the fact that Jim Carrey is better than Adam Sandler. Dude, I, that's what, another thing I love about your show is like your sense of nostalgia is like exactly where I am. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think there's I don't think there's another show that does it that like that is it the exact same. Are we the same age? I'm, you guys are a little younger. Than, I'm 28. Oh yeah, I just younger. turned 30. Yeah, so I'm 34. And but, I'm 22. But that's <laughs> hot. crazy. Hot. Wait, who said Adam Sandler is better than Jim Carrey? No, it, I, my character does. <laughs> my character does. I love that now it, I have my... to defend this. Um, no, I. We. how did that even come about? I don't know. But it was we, us just riffing. We started just, just talking about the, how, you, how silly the idea at, is to I, compare these two. You know, they're, they're, the, the argument in the episode is that, you know, Phil's argument is that Jim Carrey is, is this artist that came out in 1994 and hits you with uh, Ace, Ventura, Ace Ventura, The Mask, the mask Dumb and Dumber, Dumber, Dumber 1994, one year. One year. Um, wow. So he comes, so his first, it's a courtroom trial drama. So he comes out and like, that's all his whole thing. And, and then my whole thing is like the long ball game and like the how, longest yard, the longest yard, <laughs> and how, how He's an Adam Sandler is like a workhorse and is consistent and keeps doing it out of a love of it. Yeah, and uh, he definitely consistently makes movies. He makes <laughs> movies. For sure. yeah. He definitely yep. hasn't stopped. He has not <laughs> stopped. Mike's got and, a big line at the end where he's like. Adam Sandler has put David Spade's niece through college. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Big web of yeah. the industry yeah, of that's Adam. Great. Yeah. I think it's gonna be good. Yeah. I yeah. hope it I hope yeah. it's a thing. I'm excited. I wonder if they'll see it. it. I wonder yeah. if they'll do a voice. Maybe. Well, Can you imagine? We'll get that. you guys in. We'll figure out something. That'd be but great. Yeah. Would you guys get uh, Jim oh, if, Carrey if in there? Adam, if, oh, oh, I misheard yeah, yeah. you. I meant, um, but that we, would be really bold to ask if we could come back for a second. <laughs> <laughs> on this on show. The show. We'll, keep, keep rolling. <laughs> we're going to, uh, we're reaching out to them. So it's TBD, but we have it written where they can appear or they cannot appear. I That's feel like really, it's not going to happen. Who's the yeah, biggest like, What if one of them gets on, then you guys have to make that person <laughs> I that know. person win. Yeah. Yeah, it's not like, but hey, I, can we have you on so we can fucking rail you and say you lost? Right. This right. debate. It ends sweetly, For where both. it's just like it's not about this; it's about right. the yeah. idea. But there is a winner. They're both great, but there is a winner. Who's the biggest name that said no to being on the show? Ooh, Ashton Kutcher just said no oh. right before we got here. Yeah, <laughs> um, we, gotta, we get uh, Lauren Hill. We just got Lauren no, Hill so just said no. Uh, Tons Plenty, of people have yeah. said no. We yeah. shoot for the goddamn roof, and every now and then it pokes through where Jessica Chastain or someone will wow. say yes, and we're like, what the fuck? Yeah. But Jessica Chastain's the coolest one. Yeah. So I just have a huge celebrity crush on her. She's, she's, she's amazing. Cool. She she's was great. like so sweet, too. And, and like we had her as a, uh, a turkey that um, is about to um, sadly get slaughtered on Thanksgiving. 
and uh, we had her, we played it like a drama, and we wanted her to do kind of this accent. It's her and Danny McBride. And so you know everything I said about being yourself on her show. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. completely untrue. That. Yeah, we, well, it was it was kind of a joke too. It was like, all right, well, the one person to kind of do an accent instead yeah, of yeah, like a really like, cartoony person will be Oscar Jessica Chastain yeah. doing like kind of an Eastern European thing, and she like really tried to get the accent like really specific, and and uh, it was just great. That's awesome. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, cool. Well, look forward to seeing more. Season three coming in uh, early, early 2025. <laughs> yep, right about that. Something like that. It's going to be so good. When David Spade's niece is going into retirement. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we have time to answer one more question if you guys do. Let's do it. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. This is a 25-year-old British girl. Okay. Maybe you guys can tag team a name. Phil, first name? Uh, I want to say B-R-O. Oh, Bridget. <laughs> okay, that's good. Bridget. Beverly. Oh. Ooh, that is British. High five. That's beautiful. <laughs> that was the worst handshake I've ever seen. For sure. I just grabbed his thumb like I was a baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just came out the way. Mike's crying. <laughs> like, look at the grip on this one, huh? Uh, You're going to be a softball player. Bridget Beverly is a 25-year-old British girl at university, and she has a problem. I have recently started going on dates as I want to be in a relationship. However, I don't like sex at all. It grosses me out, and I find the idea of having sex with somebody repulsive. My main problem is that I'm scared to tell people I am going on dates with this fact, as I'm worried that no one will want to date me if sex isn't on the table. Help! What should I do? Would you date someone long-term, knowing that they will probably never have sex with you? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Love, Bridget Beverly. P.S. I know a lot of people would say, how do, you, how do you know you don't like sex if you've never tried it? But believe me, I tried it, and it didn't get very far since the idea of sex is so gross to me. Wow. <laughs> Let's try to be really woke when we answer this question. Yeah. yeah First because... off, very British question. <laughs> <laughs> sex is improper to me. Right. Goodness. Okay, so she's asexual. Yeah. Is that, is, that's our term, right? It's funny because asexual is means not sexual, right? Yes. Asexual being means you are sexual, right? Uh, oh, oh, a space sexual. I don't know, just a little grammar humor for everybody. Quick aside. Yeah. Okay. Have you ever met somebody or known somebody to be like this? No. Right. This is. Uh, it goes against evolution. Yeah. Sex is supposed to feel good so that you procreate. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This is a this is a real thumper, well, huh? It's, it's... I would not date people and spring that on them at a certain point. I feel like. That's the first thing. That's right. the lead. That's the that opener. That is a non. It's right. straight up a non-starter. Of course. Yes. <laughs> there's no. There's no getting around it. It sounds like she uh, ultimately just wants friends, right? <laughs> yeah. Because you want a really close friendship or a relationship with another. I feel like there's got to be asexual like message boards or dating apps or sure. something. Yeah, like, but how does it work? So like, a, let's say you're asexual. Do you like making out? Do you like cuddling? Do you like like what? Where does do you, it what end? are you down? Like yeah. at what point does you want to? With her, <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm I mean, how about a hand job? <laughs> Christ, <laughs> Bridget! <laughs> At least watch me jerk it. For crying are you into mutual masturbation? <laughs> what were you saying about being woke? Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So I don't, I don't understand. If two asexual people get together, is it any different than friendship? Are they like cuddling? Are they, are they feeling some sort of semblance of romantic interaction? Yeah, because they could say I love you and stuff, right? <laughs> sure, like that's you could say emotional, that to friends. Like that's being in a 
mm-hmm. relationship, I guess. Man, this is really kind of hurt my brain. <laughs> I bet there's a spectrum of like being asexual where like some people are into cuddling but not wet contact and some mm-hmm. people are into like zero contact at all, just want the camaraderie. I want to talk to this girl. I want to be like, do you masturbate? Does it feel good to orgasm? Have you ever orgasm? Does it like, does any of it feel good or like what part of it grosses you out? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We should really um, have a podcast where we like have people on that we are allowed to ask dumb questions to. Because yeah. sometimes we have like gay or lesbian people on this podcast and I'm afraid to ask them because I don't want to seem like I don't know what I'm talking How about. How does it go between the <laughs> yeah. two? What is it to be by? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Bridget's question is what exactly? You know, since since sex is off the table, for I'll, I'll say this to Bridget, you know, it can, it focuses, uh, you know, what, what your... Um, first priority should be, which is finding somebody who uh, appreciates you for you and you appreciate them for them. And mm. then you start there and then you work and you build a thing that works for both of you. Mike is rock hard right now. I am just <laughs> peaking right now. Ooh! And let me tell you something. No, I'm not gonna make a. <laughs> no. I was going to go for a spurt joke. Oh, like, yeah. wow. It's not a pea-sized amount. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Would you guys date somebody that was asexual, or is it also like a tell me before we even get into half of a conversation? I would for sure like to know up front. That's uh, <laughs> that's like. I think, um... No, I yeah, I don't know. It's it feels uh. Goodness, I'm trying to be woke about this. Well, but it's about you. I mean, it's not about, yeah, you're, it's not about there are some things that you need to know right up front. There's, you know, like, oh, uh, my my dad's in jail or something. You don't have to, like, tell somebody that up front. You know, that's yeah. like, you you can all, you can tell. You can tell. <laughs> this, one's a, this one's one you need to know up front. Because yeah. I think 99% of the human population likes to have sex. And it's fine that some people don't, but you can't really get into a relationship with someone when you love sex. It's a two-way street, yeah. right? Yeah. So I keep thinking about wet contact. That was a great term. <laughs> thank you. Nailed thank it. you. Thank you. Wet contact. Wet when did you say contact. that? Uh, when you I was said... talking about the spectrum of uh, That's where asexuality. she cuts it off mm. is wet contact. So this, <laughs> the specific question is, what should I really do? Really What should I do and would you date someone long-term knowing that they will probably never have sex with you? Never. I, I, I so think none saying... of us would date someone long-term. Right. If that's hard. answering yeah. that question. But what would she do is, yeah, you got to just, whatever you're meeting people on, the Tinder, the et cetera profile, put it in there. Just yeah. put it in Because then, I mean, you're also going to. Explain it. It's not helpful, looking for it's hookups to them, but it's, it's helpful to her because I think she's going to have her heart broken over and over again yeah. if she like, starts to like somebody a lot. She's like, by the way, I'm not going to have sex with you. And they're like, oh, well, you want to wait till marriage? She's like, no. <laughs> Guess not I'm out after that, too. Never. No. Keep going. Never <laughs> is a problem. <laughs> <laughs> not there either. Yeah, because yeah. some people are, wait, are fine to wait for marriage. Yeah. Right? I mean, so, people are fine to I think there's definitely people that are... If if it's important to you to wait to have sex, uh, that's something that's not like you don't have to tell somebody right away for that. Mm-hmm. I wonder if she's having difficulty having sex because she doesn't love the people she's having sex with. So maybe if she's in this yeah. relationship long enough, yeah, she can develop something where 
She learns to tolerate it more. And again, it's right. quite all right if you are completely <laughs> asexual yeah. and you never want it. That's fine. But, but like, but does my does my fiance think I like going to Whole Foods every Sunday? No, but I tolerate <laughs> it. Work, tolerate it. Worked out. Yeah. 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 Is it a, like can you can you take an asexual person? Is it like someone who's like you know what I don't like olives, but I've been eating a little bit and now I've trained myself to enjoy it. Certainly, sex is better than olives. Good. Can you do that with sex? Can you grow to learn to like sex? Yeah. I, it seems possible. This is why we need to have a, some sort of a sexual therapist or expert on our on our show. Yeah. But we can only answer what we could do, which is, one, I would say let the person know up front. And mm-hmm. I'm sure there's, like, if not an app, then at least a message board or community where you can meet other like-minded asexual oh, yeah. people. And then you don't have to worry about what the other person's thinking because they're just like you. Yeah, yeah, definitely. What about an asexual love story? Doesn't that doesn't wouldn't that be an interesting rom com? That would be. Yeah. You guys want to tag team it? Yeah, that's a cool. <laughs> idea. Go far away on the script. Yeah. At the end, at Google the Docs. Ending. What do you guys use? Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. let's do a shared doc. We'll bust that. Like bust out the outline real quick. Yeah. This is our story to tell. So at the end, they'll fuck. <laughs> what were we were missing this whole time? Yeah. yeah. Big spurt. Oh, quarter thick. Rich. Birds. We liked it the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> the credits is just like sploosh yeah. and then a name for it. Yeah. Sploosh name for it. <laughs> anyway, Donatello does machines. So that's yes, our yeah. does. Let us know what you think. Um, all right, Phil and Mike. This was this was fun. Thanks Thank for you guys down. for Thank having us. Thanks for having Where us. Where can uh, our fans find you guys? Uh, I'm at Phil or Philip on all this stuff, Twitter, etc. Phil or Philip. Phil or Philip with one L on that back end Philip. Really? Very nice. Yeah. Is that a is that a choice your parents made? <laughs> yep. There's also a Imagine Phil- I took Phillips it away. This <laughs> IPs and UPs, right? Oh, I've never seen a UP before. I knew a Philip growing up. Really? With a UP? Maybe that's just how I pronounced his name. <laughs> Philip. <laughs> Quiet, Philip. <laughs> There's also an F Y L Y P, right? Phil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You could spin it however you want. But guys, just to drive it home uh, again, that's uh, at Phil or Philip. I, do, I follow you on Twitter, and it's a very enjoyable. Thanks, Jake. Yeah, yeah, a great tweeter. What about Michael? I am. Uh, it's at Mike Luciano. That's going to be on Instagram. Oh. And then if you go over to the Twitter app, it's going to be at Mike Luciano Sup. That's S U P. You can just say sup to me, whatever you want. Interpret it your way. And that's Aww. that's perfect. It's not confusing, which is what I love about mm-hmm. it. Yep. App straightforward. Like um, Luciano Sup. Uh, thanks, <laughs> thanks to everybody that wrote in, uh, including the theme song submitters. Uh, at the top, what was that person? Oh, uh, 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 Dear Lincoln. The Dear band Lincoln. Dear Lincoln. Solid, I like that as a band name. Yeah. It's good. It's a good band name. And this closing on one flyer. is Zach and mm-hmm. Adam, who make music as Azure. A-Z-U-R. That one's not as good. And then you can go to soundcloud.com slash Azure. Of course, there's no E at the end of Azure when they spell it in their band. Are you Azure? I'm absolutely certain, at the very least. Uh, All right, so thanks, Zach and Adam and Dear Lincoln and Phil and Mike. Thanks, guys. Adios, amigos. Nice. (laughs) We'll be back next week. Bye. Two gorgeous are here So brush away your tears Here, shake hands with me
Six nil. You get one point for being a bitch. This one's for the skunk, though. That was a headgum podcast.